0: What is an inclusion rider? Do women really need to talk to each other in films? No. And and do any of you have any single friends that would be willing to go out with someone who looks like the before picture of a 24-hour fitness ad? Uh, We'll tackle these (laughs) questions and more on this week's Film House. Wait,
1: is this all just to get you a date? (laughs) Yeah, what is this?
0: Hello, welcome to Filmhouse. Uh, this is a special episode for multiple reasons. One, this podcast is brought to you by Mac Weldon. Was that intense, or should I have done it more uh, calmly? Hey, this <laughs> podcast sad. is brought to you by Mac Weldon.
2: We do it sad now.
0: <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Mack Weldon? Uh, two, um, you know we're having we're having some celebrity guests. Celebrity guests, yes, uh,
3: famous.
0: Yes, uh, we have some ladies here, uh, some women, some humans. <laughs> um, yes. Go ahead and introduce yourselves.
2: Uh, hi, I'm Autumn Farrell. I'm the Sugar Pine lady. You're more
1: than that. You're an amazing editor.
2: That's really nice. Creative. I would never say that about (laughs) myself. Wonderful human being. Let's not get too supportive.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My name is Lisa Williams. You know me from Funhouse. Moderate editor. Okay, editor. Don't
2: understand yourself. Yeah. Come
0: on. Incredible talent. Thank you, John.
3: (laughs) All right. Um, I'm Jade Robbins. I'm not an editor. Sorry. Um, Uh I work (laughs) Rooster Teeth in development assistant. Extraordinary.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, And that's kind of what I was going to say, was both Funhouse and this building are going through growing pains. Uh, Adam is uh, taking over some more responsibilities, uh, and so I have kind of become the, at least temporary, uh, testing out as the producer of uh, Filmhouse.
1: He just got back from the gym.
0: Yeah, you know he's very, very busy.
2: Yeah, he is definitely going through growing pains. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um,
0: but yeah, so uh, we were representing an eclectic group of the Roost Teeth West building. We got Funhouse, we got Sugar Pine, we got Development. Uh, we're 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 almost as big as the Austin headquarters. Uh, <laughs> Close. Anyway, so today. Um, we are doing something special We're focusing kind of on the ladies um, And the reason for that is I guess maybe because Mother Day is approaching I didn't realize that until Elise said it uh, But this weekend is all female-led films premiering um, uh, if, if you're listening to this right now And it's the weekend and it's just premiering You can go see Breaking In uh, Which is uh, their tagline is Payback as a mother
1: she was yeah, we talked about this her. a little bit because <laughs> it comes out Mother's Day weekend. It's not about Mother's Day. From what I can tell, she's mm-hmm. a mother in it, sure. Mm-hmm. But they're really, really relying on the Mother's Day marketing.
2: Yeah, yeah for, for sure. That makes sense.
0: Um, another movie is Life of the Party with... Uh, one of my favorites, oh my. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's <laughs> also her. a mother in that. Yeah. Too. Yeah.
0: Well, she's a mother and a player because, at least in the trailer, she bangs some eighteen-year-old boys
1: in the library. Yeah, yeah. in the library. Whoa. What?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a thing that happens. Um, but yeah, I I've just been realizing um, lately that uh, I feel like it's been a long time coming that. Uh, women start getting better representation in films. Um, And, you know, it's not to say that there never was, but a lot of times uh, there was some pigeonholing going on. But uh, we're getting to the point now where um, women can just play roles and it's not like, hey, this is a woman's movie. Like, I don't know. I guess because it's Mother's Day weekend, they're doing the Mother's Day marketing. But – For instance, this is the show I've talked about a few times. It's called Killing Eve, where it's just a spy drama. Mm. And I realized, like, halfway through the second episode, that all the leads are women. And that it's basically a very women-led show. But that wasn't something I wasn't wasn't going, oh, this is a ladies show. Like, it was just, you know, we're reaching a point now, I think, in society where the studios are letting us make pictures that just are interesting and that you know don't have to be like specific, like ladies' movies made for ladies. Yeah, things like yeah. The yeah.
1: gender is not the focus. It's just yeah. it
0: just happens to be a woman. Right. Yeah.
3: Like it's more subtle.
0: Um, and so I was just I was kind of overjoyed by that. Uh, you know, growing <laughs> up, one of my favorite films now and then. Uh, Starring Rosie O'Donnell
2: (laughs) Oh my god
3: (laughs) God,
1: I remember that one And the young Rosie O'Donnell
0: (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Um, Who She's never been Anything else I looked it up uh, Like Thora Birch And Christina Ricci And the other Girl who played The younger character They're all Big Big, stars But then the girl Who played young Rosie O'Donnell Um is not in anything. Yeah, or no way.
2: It's a role of a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> you can't no talk to her. She was really, yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's in young, the movie. She It's young
0: Tom Hanks' wife.
2: Uh, is that uh, Rita Wilson?
0: I mean, yeah. Oh. Young her. Uh, I don't remember
3: her. They do like, Red Rover, Red Rover. That's like, that's like all I can remember. That's That's actually, that's the (laughs) the
0: come (laughs) around back to the end is, it starts with them playing Red Rover, and then it ends with them going out as As adults, adults,
2: (laughs) (laughs) playing Red Rover,
0: and little kids can't get through their adult strength. Whoa, Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, I just, if you guys wanna talk about, uh, you know, some movies that, like, I, I just had some talking points. That like you know who are some female protagonists that had an impact on you? For me, Ripley.
3: (laughs) Classic. From from (laughs) from Aliens.
0: Yes,
1: well you know you know the role of Ripley was originally written for a man. What? What?
3: Yes, I actually didn't know that.
1: And then it was wait is that true? So John maybe you (laughs) that's
3: part of the problem.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's that is true though that it was. It was written for a man, and then they said, well, this could translate, that's the, that's the beauty of it. it yeah, could translate to being a woman. And mm-hmm. when, what a woman, right?
0: Yeah, but, and <laughs> I think that's something that I, uh, you know, in hindsight, you look at a movie and you think, oh, this role couldn't have been played by anyone, or it could have been played by a woman. But when you're in pre-production and you don't know, like, a movie can go anywhere and become anything. Um, like, I was reading that there are a few examples of that. One when uh, Dan- not Daniel Radcliffe, uh, Daniel Craig was up for James Bond. Everyone was like, "He can't play Bond. He's blonde."
1: Bond. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I said that. Yeah, uh,
0: I did. I did too. <laughs> um, and then uh, Robert Rob Reiner, when uh, the guy who pitched uh, Shawshank Redemption, the writer, he said he wanted to direct it, and Rob Reiner offered him like a couple million dollars to for him to direct it, and he was going to cast uh like Tom Cruise and Harrison Ford as the two lead characters which mm-hmm. wouldn't have changed the movie really but like you know the having Morgan Freeman like he's he's who you think about when you think about Shawshank Redemption yeah um and also Legion Aubrey Plaza's character was originally written for some old skeezy dude oh, and really? she just yeah and she just went in and played an old skeezy dude, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it changed the whole dynamic. So, she's like, amazed. yeah, she's yeah. Her. yeah. Um, I think the the idea of like adding more diversity to films, which is what an inclusion writer is about, which is that if uh, those listening don't know, is that basically actors and producers and directors can put an inclusion writer in their contract, which says they can demand a certain level of diversity in the works uh, that they are in. Um, so Frances McDormand She's all about said, it She's yeah. all yeah. about it That's how she ended That's how the whole uh, Was it the Oscars? Her Oscar or speech I think, yeah, right? That's how they ended And, and literally everyone <laughs> Took out their phones And <laughs> typed like, in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah I think she said That she didn't know What it was for a really long time As like a professional actress So she was like This is something that more people Need to know about To kind of put action Behind like Hollywood lip service There's like a physical way To go about getting more Inclusion in films is pretty neat. Yeah. To make it a, yeah, a legal
1: cool. obligation, mm-hmm. yeah. really. Yeah. Um, I know uh, Ava DuVernay is coming under fire recently because she said, you know, she tends to want to hire, at, at, especially at the highest level, like female led creatives, crews. You know, she wants like her AD to be. And, she, and you know, her she's coming under fire for that. Her stance is, well, you know, men were able to shape. The system in their in their vision for a hundred years. So now I'm kind of getting an opportunity opportunity as well to do that, especially when it comes to um, like intersectional feminism, where mm-hmm. it's like women of color who aren't getting a chance to get into those roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I do think that like there's something to be said for finding the best person that that is good for the mm-hmm. job. But I don't think that discounts women. So I think you know you can just right. as easily fill that with a with a woman but yeah yeah
2: absolutely yeah well i mean in the entertainment industry too it's like there's so many people vying for jobs it's like you're bound to find a woman who's going to be really good at that job Yeah. yeah it's like why not
0: yeah that was uh i worked as an operations manager for a while and we had to hire some assistant editors and i basically realized that pretty much everyone we were interviewing was good enough for the job so yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean sometimes that's the situation too. So yeah, I mean like like Jade when you came on, I was really excited because I was like right. I'm, I mean I'm just kind of always excited when more women are are hired yeah. and hired and, and um and so I was like, "Oh, there's there are no women in development." At the time like there really wasn't much of a development department.
3: Yeah. No, and like I feel like it's it's cool because I mean the other people on our team are two guys and so anything I have to say is sort of like what do you think from like a woman's standpoint? Because yeah. they have no idea. And like when I'm reading scripts, I feel like I, I get really excited when like a woman's role is portrayed in an interesting way, or like, in a, like, I don't know, just a different a new way, a new way, and not just the same thing over and over again. And then like I get, and nice, I a lot of scripts that I don't like is when it's like, of course, like I don't know, just like a ex-
1: stereotype, exactly or like your cliche. classic like,
3: like damsel in distress, like all those tropes and stuff but yeah so definitely something that I look at when I'm reading or like if we're like trying to find a director or
2: something I kind of am like let's get a woman yeah mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> absolutely well you guys just hired vicky yeah at and she's wonderful great. yeah
2: she's really cool i like i mean i've always been it always ends up as like i will be in a room with you know 10 dudes usually <laughs> yeah. in the editing bay which you know that's not it's never been like an issue i've always thankfully worked with like respectful guys and i've never experienced like discrimination or anything of that sort but it is cool um uh, Like I interviewed a bunch of people for that job and a lot of them were guys. There were a handful of women and Vicky came in she just killed it. So I was like, awesome. I get to work with another lady. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, hanging out, doing girl things over there. (laughs) Syncing up. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Passing tampons back and forth. (laughs) You know, just just what we do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, to me, I think it's, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's opportunity based. It's, it's not that, uh, it's that women maybe aren't necessarily getting being able to get their foot in the door. Right. And that, mm-hmm. I think mean, that's the same for when it applies to race or, mm-hmm. or any, uh, group that might be marginalized. Um, so it's, it's more of just an active, a proactive stance of like, we're going to help women get their foot in the door more so mm-hmm. than maybe they have been traditionally able to do. Um, I know something that's also just kind of a, a tough thing for, especially female directors, is if you experience a failure professionally, mm-hmm. you're a lot less likely to get that that second chance. I don't know if you've heard about this at all, John. Like, I think it was like uh, I want to say Catherine Bigelow, but I might be completely wrong. That it was that that she felt really strongly about this and talked about it a lot. That that you know, you look at a lot of like. Male directors who have a, a pretty big failure, whether it's like critically or financially, but they're still getting that like that next big project. Yeah.
0: DJ Caruso. DJ Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> He's like five out of six of his movies have been bad, uh, and yeah. he still gets big ass movies.
1: Yeah, I really like your Brett Ratner, like, or even and there's also the the uh, I, f- I forget who at Star Wars came under. Do you remember when there was a, someone at Star Wars who came under a big fire, saying that they wanted to kind of just start grooming female directors to get the experience to direct a Star Wars movie. And it was kind of like, whoa, like there are lots of male directors who ne- who aren't coming in with tons of experience but are right, still getting still... like really big mm-hmm. projects. And so there's also the kind of this, this double standard of like, oh, the, the, the female directors, they need to have bigger projects under their belt before they're even allowed to tackle these. Whereas maybe, mm-hmm a male director Mm -hmm. who only has like a self-funded indie is getting a big, big budget project. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there's that too. I think that like the inclusion writers sort of helps Mm -hmm. with that to say like, well, you may not have been a cinematographer on like a big, big production before this, but we're still going to give you this opportunity. Um, I
2: think helps. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, and uh, for the video podcast people, uh, currently playing is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, the fight scene between mm-hmm. Michelle Yao oh, and uh, that other lady. Michelle Yao is,
3: like, <laughs> she's one of my battle. favorites, Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. And this movie is just yeah. the best.
0: Yeah. Um, super Cop, She's uh, she plays the professional cop to... Jackie Chan's bumbling, mm-hmm. bumbling cop. Uh, she's great.
1: <laughs> my mom was of a geisha, Mameha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she's <laughs> wonderful. A uh, uh, sort sense of balance in that. Yes, film. yes, yes. Uh, great makeup. Yeah, I mean, like thinking <laughs> of this makes me think. I, I mean, one of my uh, hero on-screen heroes. Yeah, is let Kiddo that was mine really, yeah. yeah dude those films um, are so fucking awesome i when i was like 16 i owned so much kill Bur- bill merch i still have like a pussy wagon yeah. keychain and james what? was like we can't use that because i'll put it on like our mutual car key and he's like no he's like i'm not he's like you might feel cool but, and badass he's like but i'm not gonna walk around then, with a pussy wagon
3: <laughs> but then when people know it's like oh my god yeah but when, they don't, um, <laughs> when, they, <laughs> when they don't um like what the but, fuck?
1: Yeah, you know, she i mean Again, like, I don't think she's the best role model, but as an example of something that you would maybe not see on screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, too just much a badass lady, lady, like yeah.
2: I can Yeah. I think a lot of Quentin Tarantino's female leads are like that, like where they're not maybe not like the best female role models, but they're like right. interesting characters and they're like, I don't know. He's really good at taking what you would think to be like female exploitation and kind of turning it around to be like female empowerment, yeah. weirdly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm always like kind of I'm. Not, I'm never like totally sure how I feel about like his female leads, but I always kind of leave feeling like empowered. Yeah. Really. yeah. I'm like maybe I shouldn't, but I do. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel There's.
3: Like, oh. What you gonna no, say? you can go ahead. No, you go. But is it on the same Fight. topic? So I was gonna. Fight.
0: Oh, you're gonna switch it up.
3: Switch it up. Well, oh. I was just gonna say another one of mine.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I was just gonna say you that. Go. Uh, also premiering this weekend is a movie called Revenge. It's a smaller indie film, and it's only kind of playing in artsy fartsy theaters. Um, so. Nationally or internationally, you might not be able to see it, but if you do have a theater that you know plays smaller indie films, I'd say go check it out. It's uh, it's a play on or not a play on. It's there was there was a really weird trend in the seventies where um, it was revenge films like Kill Bill, which I think a Kill Bill takes inspiration from, but they were skeezier because they were made by dudes and they were basically labeled rape revenge movies mm-hmm. where it would start with a woman being. Attacked and then yeah. she'd go and through the whole movie, yeah. you know, getting revenge. I and spit on your grave. That yeah, sort of thing. yeah, that th- sort of thing. So this movie, Revenge, is that same formula except it's a female director, mm. and a lot of the r- reviews I was reading was saying that it's kind of a re- reappropriation of uh, that genre, um, and so I'd be interested to go see it because uh, it looks f- fucking badass. Like she like melts her own wound, like yeah. seals her own wounds and stuff with, like, cool. a piece of metal, hot metal. Um. I saw something about that movie that was is kind of, it kind of, like,
1: flips the notion of, like, the male gaze on its head, which is a term. I didn't just make that yeah. up. <laughs> but, like, just kind of the, the uh, you know, when you're sort of exploiting a, a woman on film in terms of, like, visually, you're, like, filming her in such a way where it's just really, I don't know if invasive is the right word, but you're really sexualizing her yeah. and you're, yeah. like... Uh, but, but yeah, so it uses a lot of gore and, and gratuity in like certain ways to, I kind of like do the flip side of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. That's cool. Uh, but don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm no prude. Like <laughs> well, you know, some people are really proud of their bodies too. And they, yeah. and they like showing them off. But,
3: uh. Yeah. That movie you know. looks good. It Does also she? looks like visually cool yeah.
2: and just like. Action a lot of cool like action sequences. I, think I only saw like half of that trailer. She gets stabbed in the like stomach. Yeah, she lives? she
0: falls off of a cliff and lands on a on, knife. Like on like, <laughs> like a like a tree, tree, right? Ground. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what? No. The
3: fuck. All right. Cool. Yeah. Jade, who
0: are you gonna say?
1: <laughs> oh, I
3: was gonna say another like sort of unconventional one that I, um, I saw a girl with the dragon tattoo again oh, yeah. recently oh, yeah.
2: with the sweet one, the American one. I've stronger.
3: I've seen both. Uh huh. And. Elizabeth Salander, she's like also like not like role model, but she just I just I think she's a cool sort of like she's impactful like, female lead. Like mm-hmm. she just I feel like gives no fucks and like I don't know yeah. She's also like
2: a badass. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um I always think for me like Clarice Starling oh, and yeah. Silence of the Lambs is like one of the oh. most enduring like feminist <laughs> protagonists ever. Like she is such she's like so good at playing that female character who is in a male-dominated environment but like subtly kind of just is a woman in this space and like i, I don't know I, I have a hard time talking about it but like <laughs> but because i get excited about it yeah. But like yeah jodie foster is so fucking good at that movie Kurt, it's unbelievable <laughs> are, you, are you doing a Jodie Foster? I kind refer- of want to figure out how to do like a, like. You're kind of there with the mouth, Doctor yeah. Lecter. Like, she be like.
0: I think you're doing more of a more of an Anthony Hopkins.
1: <laughs> i <laughs> Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I get I get really excited at yeah. the prospect yeah, of mas- mastering. Of an you're almost there.
2: You're almost there. You keep
3: practicing.
0: So, yeah, Jodie Foster's great. Uh, she it's. She's in that She's in Contact mm-hmm. uh, I think Panic Room Is You know It doesn't deal with Like male dominated Environments But
3: Oh yeah maybe, with uh, Is that d- with Kristen yeah. Stewart yeah, the, the young, a young Kristen yeah, Stewart Young
0: <laughs> Miss Twilight
3: Miss
0: <laughs> Twilight <laughs> um, Yeah Man So So many great movies Speaking of Atomic Blonde I haven't, um, seen, it oh, yeah. good? I haven't seen it yet I saw oh, this one. You guys haven't seen it yet I no.
3: saw this movie With my parents Which was Cool, but there was like an intense lesbian sex scene, in it. Yeah. so that wow. was tight. But <laughs> you were like, Close well, <laughs> <was> your eyes, <laughs> like, stop. And they were like,
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But
3: it was, I actually thought it was cool just because there were a lot of like just Charlie's and kicking ass.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it. it's a really fun, uh, action spy movie, and this scene in particular, uh, is all a long shot. I mean, it's it's Different shots stitched together to look mm-hmm. like One seamless shot but it goes on For minutes and minutes and oh, that's rad. Yeah and I think she did Most of all her own stunts um, Charlize Theron She talked about getting like really fucked up During the filming of this movie <laughs> Yeah I oh, feel
3: yeah. like it's like the, It's like John Wick but like For the ladies Yeah Jane Wick. Ooh. Um. <laughs>
0: That's how they'll reboot it. <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, let's take a quick break oh, for an ad read. So I'm real. I realized this morning that I don't think we have anybody on here uh, who's personally experienced the w- glorious wonder of Mack Weldon underwear. Um, I know that Adam. I keep asking him. He's like, Oh yeah, just you know, if you're gonna be a producer, you you get the stuff so that you can talk about it. Uh, But every time my shipment of underwear comes, he steals them and wears them for himself.
3: He's Uh, underwear king.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's just a testament to how great these underwear are. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know, they never shut up about the silver silver pants, silver underpants. You guys know about that? Oh, yeah. They're lined with silver so that, uh, you know... They don't stink. They don't stink.
1: What? It's something like antimicrobial. Antimicrobial.
0: I don't even know what that means. It means they they get no bugs on them.
2: You do know (laughs) what it means. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, And but yeah, basically, uh, I was looking at their website, uh, very envious of Adam looking at the website, Uh, and they have a whole bunch of stuff. It's not just underwear, which I thought was uh, maybe that's what they started with, but they have like shorts and shirts and swim trunks and like. Messenger bags and stuff. James loves their socks. He loves their socks? Yeah. Alright. I gotta check those socks out. Uh <laughs> so cool, please tweet Adam and tell him he's a thief. <laughs> <laughs> um and if you guys want to try out Mac Weldon, uh you go to MacWeldon.com, you get 20% off, uh, and you use the promo code HOUSE. That's H A-U-S house. Just uh use that at checkout. It's a super simple process. I like went all the way to the checkout step, uh, and it took like four clicks. Uh, so can't get much simpler than that. <laughs> this is the trailer for now and then.
2: <laughs> yeah, we do. <Yeah>. <laughs> here we are.
0: <laughs> um, and uh,
2: why does it look so bad? It it's ripped
0: from like a VHS. <laughs> oh, my God. And here they're doing the crossfade. Oh no, wait, never mind. I thought they were gonna crossfade between oh. all the actresses.
3: Oh, they do. Oh,
0: there they go. <laughs> Melanie Griffith and Thor Birch. Yeah. Uh, it's just so good.
1: Man, boys are so mean. I, I, yeah, they're awful. Cruel. Yeah. Cruel.
2: So are
0: girls.
1: Yeah,
2: that's really like just yeah. kids. Yeah. One cool. time I, I smashed a cup in a boy's face that I liked because he was drinking a root beer and I was like, I like him and I went, <laughs> and I, I hurt him badly oh, and no. I got detention. So don't do that. Don't do that. Oh. <laughs>
0: That's great. Um, I was gonna say, uh, what are do you guys? Can you guys think of any movies that uh, you'd like to see done with a lady spin? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. that, that's kind of a vague thing. I was just, I, I mean, I was once again, I wrote that question kind of thinking about Killing Eve. Hell, you know, it's a whole spy drama, and it just stars the ladies. Oh sure, yeah. Um, and I was trying to think of, are there other kind of movies oh. that?
1: Not necessarily like done with a spin, but Wonder Woman for me was so. I've talked about it before on the podcast, but it was so great because it was seeing a woman in, in a role that was actually really well done in a way I'd never really seen, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a woman in the superhero genre. So I, yeah, I guess just like inserting, not inserting, but I guess just um, casting women in roles that don't don't normally get. Yeah. yeah. Um,
3: this like might that. be random but I feel like it'd be cool to do like a or like a movie that's like like Odysseus's journey like a lady. Oh, that'd be tight. Like, yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, that would be really cool, actually. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna Google Odysseus.
3: Well, it's yeah. like it's you know like or is it Ulysses or it's Odysseus, yeah, right? The where he like oh, the Odyssey, yeah. 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 And he Odysseus. goes on his journey. And, oh yeah, uh, Like the twelve, he and he's yeah. gone for like twelve years, and his son. Yeah. And or
1: even if he, like put a spit on it, and it was like because in the story traditionally, like his wife's waiting at home for him, and then she has a bunch yeah. of suitors right. harassing her and stuff.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and then
1: he has he has to kind of like come back and break it up. Right. But if you put a spit on it, where you're like you do it from her perspective, and she's waiting at home for him. She's getting harassed by all these dudes, and then eventually <laughs> she's like, "Fuck it," takes them out, and then it's like, "I'm gonna go get this philandering, oh, yeah. globe-trotting, <laughs> uh, god-killer my- yeah. <laughs> back." And then she ends up nice. like doing oh, that would be all cool. That. Maybe yeah, maybe it's just like those pers- different perspectives yeah. of, this, yeah. of what we. Like I read subverting the, uh, the expectations. Yeah.
0: I read the Wishbone version of the Odyssey, <laughs> oh, so I man. think they cut all that stuff out.
1: Wait, you no. read it or you watched it?
0: I read it. Oh, okay. And it had the flip book thing where he basically, he ran across the top of the page and then parachuted down the side.
2: It didn't have anything to
0: do with sailing, so I'm not sure why they used that one, but Wishbone was great.
2: Wishbone Um. was the best. Remake Wishbone with a female (laughs) Wishbone. (laughs) A little like Cocker Spin. I would watch that. Um, I I just thought of this right now uh, in the heat of the moment, but I think a Blade Runner with a female protagonist would be really cool because like, that movie is so, th- both those movies are so centric on, like, the male protagonist, the male, like, brooding fucking thing. He has all these, like, right. female love interests. I think mm-hmm. it'd be cool to see that spun around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But... Have,
3: have um. you guys seen the latest, or the the early, the, the, the first Blade Runner recently? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's oh. this, like, part in it where he, like, really manhandles her and, like... Oh yeah, and it, I hadn't seen it in a while, and I watched it again. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, that's like it was one like of those very were, aggressive.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I still love the movie. It's but. like older movies sometimes; those like sexual a scenes are very aggressive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. A woman was always She's being like, no, no know. please yeah. no, <laughs> you know? please no, and yeah. he's like, nope. Yeah, I'm doing like, it <laughs> nowadays that would absolutely yeah. not be no. like a sexy thing. I think oh, back yeah. then it probably was like she just needs to be convinced. Right, sorry. When she says no, she means. It's okay.
1: <laughs> you oh, know, man. if somebody made a Vasquez, s- like, spin-off story, Ooh. I would Ooh. watch it. I watched the shit new, out of it.
2: Uh,
0: uh, Vasquez from the Aliens.
1: From Aliens, yeah. My, the, sorry, the for aliens. the audio listeners, I was just yeah. pointing at the screen <laughs> and saying, Vasquez. There she is. Uh, she
0: is. Well, cool. Uh, it's been great having y'all on here this week, um, trying something new, trying different things. Uh, and there's this ending segment uh, that I wanted to see if we could keep going, which is basically what we're watching right now. Um, maybe if you – you don't have to, but if you can think of something that uh, you'd like to recommend, maybe something you're currently watching that's available to stream right now. Um, for me, uh, it's the show Braindead. Oh, I um, It was one season on ABC or CBS – um, over the summer with um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as the star and Tony Shalhoub as the antagonist. Um, and it's basically space bug aliens crawling into people's brains and take them over and they're trying to like, shut down the government through uh, like just infighting. Um, and it's all very kooky and weird and funny. Uh, and it's available on Amazon Prime streaming. Uh, and I highly recommend it.
2: Hmm. Hell yeah! Check that one out. Um. Uh, hey, watch Chef's Table. It's amazing. Oh. I'm rewatching it right now. Um, it's a documentary series that uh, highlights different chefs and like the foods that they make and stuff, and what inspired them. And it is like beautifully shot. All the stories are really cool. The editing's amazing. They're like very well crafted episodes. Watch it. It's great. I
1: was talking with Bruce about the
2: Nanaka episode. Isn't it amazing? And it's actually it's possible like here
1: because it's two, it right here. two female sushi chefs. Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. say and Nanaka? Nanaka.
0: Oh.
3: Which Nanaka. episode is that one? It's like the fourth I guess I should just one. watch them all. Yeah. yeah just <laughs> wa- like, they're all
2: amazing. But, but yeah. it, like,
1: these two female sushi chefs, they, I guess women are, it's, it's frowned upon. Yeah, especially what?
2: apparently, like in the in Japanese culture, like it's very frowned upon for like a female chef to be doing the things they're doing.
1: Hmm. Yeah, so they like make sushi behind like a closed window, mm-hmm. and then later reveal themselves to be women. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's no. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's it made me really like angry when I was <laughs> watching <laughs> it.
2: It's like these poor women. I know it sucks. Um, yeah, and they and it's they're talking about too how like she's just the type of person who like she just wants them to focus on the food, so she doesn't even want them to like think about oh it's a it's a woman chef yeah. back there. She like just wants it to be completely departed from like herself, you know, which does kind of suck. But yeah, damn. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what, are you what, gonna, what are you gonna, gonna do? Don't though? be a woman, idiot! Like. <laughs> so on. Chin.
0: uh and in closing uh take autumn's advice uh don't be a woman uh, <laughs> Idiot. We, we'll see you next week